nice and snugly and settled and such. Yeah. All right. Welcome everyone to another wonderful Teen Contemplation Friday. Yay. Um, let's go ahead and get settled. You know, whatever you need to, to help yourself get set up and nice and comfy today. So, you know, be making adjustments to where you're sitting or allow yourself to ask a little bit of questioning around, you know, your practice space, like why you're sitting where you're sitting, the things that you have immediately around you, making sure that anything that is distracting, the stuff that you got to deal with later, that that is out of the way, if possible, or at least out of your direct eye line. And so we're not staring down a pile of papers or something like that, or a stack of stuff we have to get to, you know, but that what we're looking at is <clears throat> pleasant, it's welcoming. It is something that reminds us of the spaciousness that our practice creates. That as much as possible, everything in our space is intentional. So the tea that we're choosing, our tea bowl that we want to drink with today, any plant friends, any rock friends, anything else that's in our space. But we are all here and gathering together and practicing together. And the kettle is heating and we're allowing ourselves to get settled into where we're sitting. And whenever you arrive at that spot, just taking a moment to adjust the posture, sitting upright, might be a different kind of position of feeling really just poised and alert, a sense of ready. It's a little bit different than maybe kind of the curled up in a ball sensation we can get sometimes sitting in the chair. And to begin our seated check-in part of our practice today, if it's accessible for you, depending on where you're sitting, maybe we can start with either the hands can be resting on the table in front of you, palms face down, where your tea preparation is going to be, or if you are sitting on the floor, perhaps placing the palms or just the fingertips on the floor on either side of you so that the hands are making contact with something that could be interpreted as ground. So if you're sitting on the ground, the fingertips and the hands maybe can actually reach the floor and touch on the floor. But if you're sitting in front of a table, we could interpret the tabletop as ground. <clears throat> and pausing here with the hands making contact with this stable and smooth surface. Notice the temperature of the surface. The solid nature of it. The texture, if it's smooth or if it's a little rough, if it's fuzzy, if it's wooden, if it's tile, it's glass. 
Placing your awareness in your hands, deep in your hands, in the palm, in the bones, extending out from the center to the very fingertips. And direct the sensation or feeling of weight in the hands. Also, it feels a little bit like a slight leaning into the hands or not so much that we're pushing into the hands because the feeling's not coming from the gravity that is in our torso or pushing through the arms, but just so that we can really feel weight in the hands. And that you can feel the floor or the tabletop giving the sense of weight back. That the floor and the table support you. That you can lean into it a little bit and it's still there. Now, as you're doing this, observe where your gaze is at. Just where did it happen to naturally fall when we started this? Allow your eyes to take in the whole of the scene that you're looking at. Let me drop into and check into the present moment of what you're doing. as you feel your hands making contact with what we'll call earth. It's the representation of it, whether it's our floor and we're on the 10th floor of a building or it's our tabletop or practicing on a patio, wherever we're at. And wherever your gaze is right now, Go ahead and take the eyes upward so that you're looking at sky. And right now, of course, if we're inside, sky is ceiling. But look beyond the ceiling and imagine sky up above. As you're doing this, notice the sensation of your breathing. And feel free to make a little noise with the breath. Taking a deeper inhale. And a very full and releasing exhale. As we look up at the sky. Do this one or two more times if that feels comfortable for you. Nice full inhale. And a releasing exhale. And then looking beyond the ceiling, the tiles of your roof, the material above your head, to what is beyond that. And at the same time as you do this, have awareness for 
the sensation feeling in your hands, in your fingertips of the floor or the table beneath you. Just observe your breath for a moment. Moving slowly, very, very slowly, start to lower the gaze back down, maybe along a steady point off on the horizon, just slowly bringing the head back down while maintaining contact with your hands. Take a few breaths to do this. And then returning the head to a neutral position or just slightly tilted downward. Feeling the spaciousness in the back of the neck as it opens up again. The crown of the head rising upwards to the sky. And now again, taking in the whole of the scene that is in front of you. Coming back to notice perhaps what we might have missed before. Our T-bowl in our space, anything else that's waiting for us. In this present moment. And we're going to shift our awareness in just a second to getting ready to practice with our tea, but just notice any little feelings or sensations that arise in the hands, particularly with the awareness that we're going to move in a moment. Inviting the muscles and ligaments to soften, perhaps easing up slightly the sense of weight in the hands, allowing the wrists and the forearms, the upper arms, the shoulders, the back to take back a little bit of that holding from the hands. Lightening, lightening, lightening until the hands feel very light on the floor or on the table in front of you. And gently releasing, bringing the hands back off the table back off of the floor. Bringing our awareness and our full attention to our tea now. Taking our tea with both hands, the loose leaf that we hold, that we've chosen for ourselves today. Allowing ourselves to explore tea with our fingertips, connecting with this sense of earth too. Noticing the texture, the overall sense of lightness or heaviness, of density of ridges and valleys, twists and turns in our tea. Bring your leaf to the nose. And connecting our sense of smell, allowing our nose to greet the tea.
And whenever you're ready, go ahead and, and serving yourself a, a little pinch of leaves, nice generous pinch into your waiting cup or bowl, whatever feels like a good amount for you today. And before we get our kettle and add our water to our tea, let's also take our tea bowl with both hands, holding it for just a moment, allowing the weight of the bowl to really feel that it can settle into the palms. See if you can, as you're holding the tea bowl, feel the point that there's noticeable weight. Notice the emptiness inside the bowl, the spaciousness that is created inside in the waiting tea leaves at the bottom. particularly notice the wall of the cup, this boundary that separates the internal possibility of what will become this tea and the external of what is possible in the world around this tea. different separations of space, separation of space inside the bowl, separation of space outside immediately in the tea area around you. Just consider and appreciate the space of this particular possibility for a moment before we, whenever you're ready, setting the cup down and then picking up our kettle, moving nice and slow. Slow transitions here help to smooth the awareness and the attention we're creating. So we can linger in those thoughts and those considerations a little bit longer. And very slowly, whenever we are ready with our kettle, we can add water over the leaves. Holding back a bit the stream of the water so that we can really watch the leaves interacting with this water in real time. Enjoying the slow intentionality of making tea in a way that is perhaps different than the ways that we make tea throughout the rest of our day. Once we have water over our leaves, once again, bringing your hands either to alongside the bowl, if that's accessible for you to reach and have the hands rest there, or the hands could be resting on the floor beside you. And 
And notice what it's like to rest here with our eyes watching the teeth. Bringing our awareness to the space that is inside this bowl. So whereas before we were taking in the whole of the space around us, really reaching our eyes to the sky and taking in the big picture, allowing ourselves to feel small for a moment. And here we're taking in a big picture from a closer in angle. Just the space inside the table. What's happening inside your tea? Consider what is it like to intentionally and gently shift the focus. It's like a camera lens adjusting from wide to close up. Teacup seems like it's a comfortable temperature. We can lift our bowl and bring it to our nose and allow ourselves to breathe in the air that is inside the tea bowl. And while we're breathing in this wonderful fragrant tea offering this morning. We might do so with some awareness that this is the tea bowl that we have for ourselves. This is our own little airspace, our own little sensory experience. And that each of us practicing right now have our own sensory experience that's going on inside our own bowl. But even if there's somebody in the room with you practicing right now, they are doing so in their own space. And the fullness of the attention that you so lovingly give to yourself and to your tea to be held in this moment, also hold the possibility that others have their space and their tea. If the temperature seems okay to take a sip now, we can enjoy a first sip of this wonderful tea. allowing ourselves to pay attention to the sensation of the tea in the mouth, 
how it feels to swallow this tea, how it feels to exhale after we swallow this tea. Breathing out breath that is fragrant with tea. And while we can appreciate this tea for ourselves, we can also have awareness that someone else's first sip is going to be their own. And just moving at our own truly individual pace, taking a sip of tea and slowly swallowing and taking a pause to just observe moving in our own time. You can take in the tea. And in that moment, while we are pausing to appreciate each little sip of tea, you might like to practice the difference of two different points of posture. So see what it's like to take a sip of tea. And as you swallow and exhale, holding the tea bowl directly in front of you and just watching the leaves. As we watch inside with our gaze turned inward, the tea making its way down into the belly. The soft exhale of breath that is just right in front of you. And then what is the perspective like if we slowly take another sip of tea? And as we swallow, we turn our eyes up to the sky again. And exhale up towards the sky. And we look beyond our ceiling and we notice the big blue sky above us. Taking in the whole of that possibility while also still being very aware of our feet on the earth, our hands that are holding our tea bowl. And feeling the tea as it slowly makes its way down our throat, opening the chest, opening the belly. Just staying here for a moment, as much as comfortable or until you're ready to move on. And again, slowly bringing the head and the neck back upright again, moving very, very slowly, taking a few breaths to do this. It might feel nice at the end of that motion. Once the head is upright again, to either close the eyes or just gently have the gaze looking down at the T again. Slowly reorienting, going back from wide to close in. Allowing ourselves to feel that ability to go from wide to up close. Knowing that our T-bowl holds the space for all of that possibility. 
holds the space for us to learn how to handle that emotionally for ourselves. And so as we get ready to transition to some of our discussion today around our theme for this week here in team contemplation, I want you to continue sipping your tea slowly. And just noticing the coming and going of awareness of is outside from you that is just at a different pace and at the same time what is inside you at your own pace and can we hold the awareness of both without causing suffering for ourselves it's not an easy ask It's something that our warm and comforting tea holds the space and possibility for us to do. Sahasra Vigritta Vishvam Baramandalaya Nantaya Nagarajaya Namaha Mani Bratpanna Sahasra Vigritta Vishvam Baramandalaya Nantaya 
Nagarajaya Namaha Mani Bratpanna Sahasra Vigrita Vishvam Baramandalaya Nandhaya Nagarajaya Namaha Om That's a salutation to the space of practice that I was taught by <clears throat> Richard Freeman. It's a Sanskrit mantra. And um, I, th I was thinking about it because of this really lovely gesture Suze has been working with um, today of, of sky gazing and how when we gaze up at the sky, in a sense, we're taking in the infinite complexity of space. And that's part of, I think, why even um, as, a, as a very simple Ayurvedic therapy for people um, suffering with depression, it's recommended to just look at the sky um, because it takes you from a place of contraction to expansion very quickly. The subject of today's contemplation is such an interesting one. I was really excited when um, Suze, I, th I think it was Suze that, that stumbled on it. I think I was just chewing something while Suze came up with this idea. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> we have these brainstorming sessions where we just munch on things and talk. And, um, you know, we're, we're in this time where uh, it, it has always been this way, but particularly in the last year, the isolation that is a fixture of modern life has obviously just been so much more magnified and extreme. Um, my friend Noel refers to his apartment as a spaceship you know, and which I feel is very, <laughs> is very resonant. It's like we leave this thing very infrequently and come back and there are very few people that I have the opportunity to do the sort of uh, nonverbal body concordance harmonizing that is just part of what hanging out is. And so the the sense of being on one's own timeline is more present now, I think, than it ever has been. And this is becoming even more, um, it's coming more to the fore with the arrival of the vaccinations. Some people are experiencing, you know, the feeling this sense of empowerment or confidence to move through the world in different ways based on having vaccinations or not. Some of us have been very fortunate to come through this time without losing loved ones. And many, many of us have not. 
many of us have lost people during this time. And so it, it, it becomes clear that there's no, there's no real general approach to how to be in relationship to each other. My sense of relief might be peaking right as your sense of grief might be, might be blooming. And so what's it like to relate to people right now? How do we relate to each other? You know, the, the principles are the same as they ever have been. Compassion feels really important. But perhaps the way that compassion um, manifests is a little bit reconfigured right now. We might think about compassion as recognition that, um, that another's path is really obscure. Compassion about holding the, the unknowing of another being's heart when we meet them. And perhaps also right in a time of just intense grief, Compassion being about not projecting happiness, relief, uh, lightness, not forcing another person to sort of meet us at the resonance at which our inner harmonics are, are moving. You know, and I think this is like, this is a tricky one because, because it makes me think about, you know, when I think about this concept, um, I think about like when I meet somebody um, at a party or something. I'm, I'm like, like, what are what are my like highest anxiety social social situations? It's like just just going to a party. <laughs> you know, I go to a party and I meet someone and they're just like ecstatic, right? Hey, like hey, oh my gosh, so nice to meet you. Hey, like what do you do? Hey. You know, and I'm just like dying inside, like trying to crawl inside myself and get out of the situation. <laughs> and it's not even that it's not even that things aren't going well. I'm just I'm feeling bombarded by the positive energy. It feels violent, actually. <clears throat> And so there's something about, you know, Sue's, Sue's mentioned this, like, what is inside, what is outside? I feel like that's a very useful framing. What is inside, what is outside? And so when you encounter another person, the primary question is not what is inside me, it is what is outside. Right? The what is inside question is established when we're alone. And so part of this is just about making sure we create space to know what is inside. Right? Day to day, or even hour to hour, what is, what is inside? And so if I, have, if I have some sense of what is inside, 
and then encountering another, what is outside? And maybe there's correspondence, maybe there's dissonance, but I think that this is just such an important spaciousness that you can offer someone as a kind of a gesture of compassion to give someone the full spaciousness when you meet them. And there are these, there are these ways in, in English where we sort of cage people very quickly when we meet them, right? Like there are certain just very habitual turns of phrase, just general greetings that force people into a box. I don't remember which poet said it, but there was a, there was a poet once who said, the only important question to ask someone is, um, what, are you, what are you going through? What are, you, what are you going through? What are you moving through? The chant that I um, started with invokes uh, Ananta, which in, I believe the translation in Hindi is infinity. And in Sanskrit, um, it references this celestial snake, uh, sometimes seen as an incarnation of Vishnu. Vishnu, the deity that is responsible for pres preservation, continuity and preservation. And so how beautiful, right? This like this very poetic vision of what is required to preserve the, the animal form most, most affiliated with that sense of preserving, holding is a snake because of its ability to take pretty much any shape. And so, you know, as we move through and try to support each other, resourcing ourselves through our practices so that when we show up, we can be snake-like and show up in whatever posture, whatever form um, another being might require in order to feel free.
Whew. Thank you for joining us for Tea and Contemplation. Um, I, I referenced a, a chant, uh, gosh, I'm not sure if it's easy to find online. Um, uh, you might just look up Salutation to the Practice Space uh, and see if that gets it to you. But if you're really craving knowledge of that chant, you can email me and I'll send you, uh, I'll send you the transliteration. Um, my email address is info at adamgrassi.com. Oh, and if you wanted more information about how anxious I get in social situations, you can invite me to a party. Oh, <laughs> you wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm so the same. I would love to meet somebody who's not. You know, it's funny. It seems like I meet so many people who are. And I'm like, where are you people when I'm at a party? Because I never meet anybody else at the party who is like that. It's just me who is always like, oh, there's a couch over here. wanting to sit over here and have tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just disappear. Gosh, yeah. So, yeah, we can chat about those things, too. And you can reach out to me to chat about awkward tea and Jogurt stuff at suze at beingtea.com. Uh, tea and Contemplation is a live offering held in front of a uh, community of friends every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. So if schedule aligns for you and you'd like to practice with another group of people, you're very welcome to join us for a session. Uh, we hope to see you sometime soon. Bye.